Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. Kia ora, David. Kia ora, Michaela. How are you doing? I am well. How's campaigning and everything going? I saw Parliament's risen. Yeah, it's um, going well, actually. I'm really enjoying um, being on the ground a little bit more, which um, uh, has enabled me to get out and do a bit of door knocking and all of those kinds of things that uh, an old-fashioned politician wants to do and get around a bit more on campus uh, and just be a bit more available and not not stuck in Wellington um, doing what is necessary, uh, passing laws and all of that stuff, but uh, actually just to be... Uh, chatting with folks and seeing what their priorities are ahead of the election. I guess one thing we did talk about on our last um, show was going around the table talking about policies and sadly as the Labour rep I didn't have any policies quite yet to talk about so is there going to be any policies or anything like that that's going to be coming up to the election? I know Jacinda said there'll not be as many but... There will be um, uh, coming up uh, of course, it's the Labour Party campaign launch tomorrow, um, so I expect you'll hear something from uh, the leader then uh, and through uh, until the election. Part of, of course, what we'll be campaigning on is um, the uh, rebuilding of the economy and the, the careful uh, management um, through that process. Um, we've had a $50 billion fund that was put aside and $14 billion of that's been held back uh, to be responsive but there's a huge amount that's already been announced around jobs um, creation across the Docker state uh, 11,000 jobs um, there's going to be about I think the estimate is 20,000 jobs created through the Shovel Ready projects, huge infrastructure investment across the country. A lot of that's just been announced relatively recently, uh, and that's money that's going to be spent over um, uh, coming months and, and years, uh, which will all help with rebuilding New Zealand in uh, you know really unprecedented one-in-a-hundred-year um, event uh, and the global economic implications that go with that, which will be ongoing. Yeah. Uh, one policy that I saw that was announced but kind of not announced recently was discussions about sick leave. Is that something that Labor's interested in looking at? Oh, it's, um, it is something that uh, I'm sure there'll be announcements about officially in due course. Um, obviously, uh, Labor um, is always going to want to make sure that um, people are looked after, people are our priority. Um, so that's one of the things, of course, that will get discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, On people being a priority, I guess one thing that's really important, and since you were health minister, something you should be aware of is sort of the impact of dental care in our country and how that isn't, you know, funded and it's a big problem of health. Um, And there was recently the announcements by News Hub that there were recommendations made, but they weren't implemented any. Oh, yeah, um, that's... Yes, I received um, a health report that I requested just outlining ways in which uh, over time dental could be uh, expanded, the provision thereof. Um, It was a a, a good report, a useful report, um, the likes of which uh, ministers get several a day. Um, And uh, it it laid out, of course, that the priority has to be making sure those who can currently access free care are actually getting it and are able to access it. Um, because we know that the best predictor of um, adult oral health is oral health at age five, uh, basically. Um, you know, and and so if you can get to people early, make sure that they've got um, good care, and through their teenage years, um, that has a lifelong uh, benefit. So strengthening that always has to be your first priority, and of course that's what the officials tell you. Um, but there are other ways that that could be expanded over time, and then. Um, 
necessarily. Of course, mental health was the priority uh, in 2019. Um, and when we came to look at other priorities uh, for the most recent budget, um, COVID uh, landed upon us and um, that's really uh, required unprecedented amounts of investment and so a number of other uh, things have been um, have been displaced in the short to medium term that, that will be looked at again I'm sure in due course. Labor's always going to want to make sure uh, services are more accessible to people and you know affordable healthcare that's uh, of a top quality. Mm-hmm. And it'll be great, great to hear especially me with my wisdom teeth coming through. Can't <laughs> wait for that to be covered by the government. I had mine taken out at the <laughs> dental school here uh, when I was a student and um, it's uh, something that's served me very well, something that, that Otago be has benefited from over the ages. There is pretty bad at the moment. Mm. One day I'll get in. Yep. Um, going on to some other sort of health-related stuff, vaping is something that's quite uh, common on campus now. It's becoming more prevalent around the student population and discussions about vaping legislation, vaping bans have been happening over the past few years. So what are your thoughts on that or what are leaders' positions on well, um, that? Very topical because uh, we've just passed the vape, uh, bill to regulate vaping um, this week. Uh, it's been a long time coming and um, and carefully worked through and, and is very necessary. So I'm thrilled that that's got passed before the election. Um, Jenny Sully, so my colleague, um, uh, led the work on that. And that uh, will mean that there will be rules and regulations around uh, vaping that make sure that um, it's used as a support to quit smoking rather than as a way into smoking um, and that's what good regulation uh, will achieve I hope Cool cool. Um, I guess something else that's topical specifically for today the climate process protest is happening um, today at the museum and they'll be popping by your office I'm sure um, what are Labor doing to respond to the growing pressure to fight the climate crisis? Yeah, well, um, so one of the things that's happened in this term of government has been the passing of the Zero Carbon Act, uh, which is, in my view, an incredibly important piece of legislation. Uh, Setting up an independent climate commission um, that sets carbon budgets and holds governments to account no matter who they are um, is absolutely critical uh, in terms of our climate um, response because climate, you know, is such a huge challenge uh, to not only this generation but to um, the prosperity, comfort, and and uh, way of life of future generations. So, um, I think that that uh, is just critical, and um, Labor and the Greens uh, have worked uh, closely on that. Um, the offshore oil, the banning of offshore oil, obviously exploration uh, was important. Um, and uh, I'm sure that there will be more uh, initiatives around transition um, away from a carbon-dependent economy. Uh, we've made investments in Taranaki to try and transition industry there uh, into a, a low-carbon future. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, this is an area I'm particularly interested in. Um, I was involved uh, in um, ensuring that there was a price on carbon uh, when I worked as a staffer in David Parker's office during the last Labor government, uh, having worked at Treasury on um, carbon pricing and and uh, emissions trading and climate change more generally. Um, so it's something we need to continue to move quickly on because uh, time the, and the clock is ticking and it affects uh, our generation but also the generations that follow. Um, and it's one good reason, sorry to sorry to give you a long answer here, but it's one really, really key reason why students need to enrol and vote. Um, they are affected by changes around the climate longer than anyone else uh, because generally they're younger and they will 
uh, most likely have a longer lifespan than others. Um, so it's it's a really, really key reason, and they're the most motivated to vote on climate, uh, to get out and make sure that your vote counts at the election. Mm-hmm. Long answers are definitely good for climate crisis. <laughs> um, talking about other student issues, VSM's been something that's been um, a big impact on students and student associations over the past decade or so. Um, what is Labor's position on this, reversing VSM to build our student associations back up? Is that something that's a priority or something the government will look at? Yeah, I campaigned against VSM when it came in. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that there's opportunity there to think about how do we do things in different ways to ensure um, support for student activities and student voice. Um, I've always been... Uh, it, Generally, um, impressed that the university here has supported the ongoing efforts of AUSA, uh, not without the odd niggle, but um, but if you contrast that to other um, places around the country, campuses where the student union has folded, um, you can see just how vulnerable it is. And I think it's important that we we strengthen that voice and uh, you know really make sure that we are defending the rights of students. Sweet. Now we're just going to go to some quick fire questions. So I hope you are ready to be quick fire. Um, I'll do my best. Yeah. Uh, Start now. Uh, Cannabis referendum. Uh, Yes, I'll be certainly supporting that. Obviously, one vote in amongst millions, but um, I'll be supporting that. Yep. Uh, End of life choice bill referendum. Won't be supporting that, but Mm -hmm. again, one voice amongst millions. So um, we'll see that go through. Favorite flavor of shapes. Favorite flavor of shapes. Now. Oh, I don't. I don't like shapes. Now that's oh, going to be controversial, isn't it? That is the most controversial. Um, I don't really like biscuits. That's. I've. It's just the thing You're that I have. Yourself a hole yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. It's not. It's just not my thing. It's just not oh, my thing. Okay, I'll let it slide. Favorite valedictory speech of this year. Uh, Ruth Dyson's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good one. Uh, wine or beer. Wine or beer. Oh, no question. Definitely beer. Sweet. Favorite place in New Zealand. Favourite place in New Zealand, Dunedin, of course. Mm-hmm. Favourite student pub you used to go to? Um, I used to love the Guardies, actually. I spent a lot of time at the Guardies, which is now a study centre. Yeah, classic. Uh, were you a part of any student clubs or societies on campus? Um, I certainly spent a lot of time at Unipol um, when I was a younger man. You would not be able to tell that now, but yeah. um, <laughs> enjoyed my time there. Yeah. Uh, proudest political achievement? Um, well, probably the mental health changes that we've brought in, they've been, um, I hope, will transform uh, accessibility and availability of mental health services. Sweet. And which New Zealand politician would you want to have a yarn with, living or dead? Probably Nordmeyer. Um yeah, no, yeah, I would. I've, I've, hero. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Longy, but I, I have had conversations with Longy before he died, and, um, and he was certainly a character and great conversation. Um, but uh, Nordmeyer, um, I've never had the chance to talk to. Yeah, yeah good how about choice. That? Um, and just at the end of this, is there anything you want to let students know going into this election? Um, obviously, the party political messages. Um, we're very keen to um, continue the progress we've made a- as a government, and uh, so the party vote for Labour is the, the key one that I'm interested in encouraging uh, students to consider. 
um, because uh, we want to keep making that progress. You know, we've made the first year of tertiary education free, which I think is, I've certainly spoken to people who would not have got to university uh, or, or to have studied a trade or whatever had they not had that opportunity. And labor's always going to be about opportunity. We've done away with um, compulsory school donations and things like that. We're going to want to make education more accessible and affordable. We're going to want to carry on with um, making progress on the climate. Um, we're going to want to make sure those mental health changes are implemented in a way that really does make things more accessible. And um, we've got a fantastic leader in Jacinda Ardern uh, who's shown that on the international stage but also at home. She's a strong and capable leader uh, and we think she's the right person to lead the country at this time. So party vote Labour. Sweet. Thanks for your time, David. Thanks, Makala. Cheers. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.